Our theater's dying. My co-host seems to think so, but I've got a little pushback on that. Also, we discuss streaming platforms and how big have they hurt the movie industry. All that and more on today's episode of Reels Review. Hello, hello, and welcome into another podcast. I'm Don Weaver, and joining me as always is Jack Myrick. Jack, how are we doing this morning? I'm doing good. How are you? You know, I'm doing good. This is a, this is a different one. This is our first time venturing into a topic that isn't reviewing a movie. Uh, we thought about doing Dungeons and Dragons because that was last week's release. We decided against it, even though it's doing pretty strong box office numbers. Got pretty good reception. Uh, I'm assuming we'll probably go see it at some point. We might do a mini review on it, and then we got Super Mario Bros. Uh, this coming up week, which is humongous. But today we've decided to talk about. Something that I think involves our show a lot, and it has to do with our movie theaters dying and the impact streaming has on it. It's, I think it's definitely changed over a lot recently with, because people used to be like, theaters are awesome, but now it's just a decline, decline, decline. But there's some bright side, there's some to it, I think, with you know movies like Top Gun that's really shown what the movie theaters can do. But I still feel like the streaming services are just chipping away right now. Yeah, I think a lot of factors go into it. And again, I feel like this could be like an eight-hour podcast on why the movie theater business is not as strong as it used to be. But I think it does come down to streaming has taken a big hit out of it. I mean, you're getting a lot of new releases day one on streaming services that you don't even have to pay for. So like, let's say you have Paramount Plus and Paramount makes a movie. They put it on their streaming service. You don't, you don't have to pay any additional money. You can watch it then and there. Uh, Disney's really the only one that I think doesn't do wide, like they'll do wide releases and wait to put their movies on streaming platforms. But as you saw with Hulu, Hulu had that uh, Predator movie, which was very well received, that prequel, and they put they put it on their streaming service. They didn't even release it to theaters, which now in hindsight looks like a dumb move. But, uh, you know, a lot of factors go into it. It, it is an interesting correlate because I think we differ on it a little bit. I don't think movie theaters are necessarily dead. I still think there's a big market for it, but... I don't know. It's one of those things. I think they're pretty dead. Okay. For, from us going to the theaters uh, to go see movies, they're recently released, and there's two people in the theater. One's working on a essay on their laptop. Okay, that was bad. That, that was... shows you where theaters are headed. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Real quick, just side note: we did. We went to. We went to go see. Uh... What was, what was it that? was Shazam. Shazam. Well, Shazam was struggling. I'll give it. Yeah, that. but Sh- still, it was yeah, the Shazam. big D like. Seven o'clock. That's the time most people would go. No one. Two other people in the theater in this like four hundred seat theater, and one of them legit brought their laptop in there and was working on an exam. Uh, they they had the brightness down, so it didn't like respectful. Respectful, so it didn't bother us too much. But I just couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. Well, first of all, I didn't even know you could take that in the theater. So maybe they knew somebody or they snuck it in. You know, kudos to them getting their work done and getting to watch a movie that was we both thought was pretty you know decent but a little bland. But yeah, no, that was. That was probably a bad indication, but it was a Monday too, so that's not really a strong day for movies, but no, I, I definitely think it is struggling right now. I think it's picking up a little bit. I think it's on the movie business, though. It's not really on the theaters. It's on Hollywood to make movies that people really want to see, and it's on these streaming services to release them in theaters and not release them on their streaming platforms. A lot of the streaming services are just the Hollywood studios now. I think that's where they've just like realized... We don't have to do this as much. 
we don't have to release them in theaters when we can just drop them straight onto our streaming platform and people will watch it on there. They can pay, let's say, I think it was like $30 for the Disney Plus ones they had. And then they can just bring in money that way because, you know, COVID, I think that was a big thing that really was like, oh, yeah, that's seemed what like killed. the nail in the coffin. Yeah. But they're still alive. They still got that, you know, they're not down for the 10 count yet. So I think there's a lot that, Movie theaters maybe can do the improve on, but at the same time, I think that everything's just dead. I don't, I don't. Streaming services are very convenient now. Now I do have a lot of good memories at theaters. I don't know which one of your like. I mean, do you have any like what what memory do you think of when you think of theaters? Well, the the first one I remember pretty vividly is going to see Iron Man three, which isn't my favorite MCU movie, but it was decent. But we saw it on a Thursday night, packed out. People were dressed up as Iron Man. As Black Widow, people were going crazy. We had awful seats right in the front row, so you had to strain your neck. Uh, I was sitting beside someone that I didn't know, and I thought it was amazing. Just all that, that's the one I remember the most. And then the big one is obviously uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. We saw that opening night, and that made a crap ton of money. It was really the only movie that year that did make a lot of money. And the only recent Marvel movie that's hit it big, and that was a packed-out theater here in Auburn. And we, I saw it with three of my buddies, and that that was special. So I still think going to the theater is a special experience, even if you're even if you're not going to watch a good movie. See, like going to see Shazam with you, like I enjoyed that a lot. Even though Shazam, again, I give it a positive review, but it wasn't great. It was still special. What about you? Do you have any like moments that stick out to you from the movie theater experience? I think recently it would have to be in game, like just the excitement of everyone. Like the, that was packed. I remember. Every single time was sold out for that movie. And I don't feel like there's been a lot. Of, I mean, I th- I think that's one thing the MCU, I know we really have dogged on it recently. I think that's one thing that they can do that can, re- like MCU and comic book and like series can really draw in people to the theater, that excitement to know what happens to their favorite characters. So I think Endgame is definitely one of them. The Hobbit series, I really enjoyed going to like, I, I think... Most opening nights are always super fun to go to. The crowd's really into it. But whereas, going back to us going to see Shazam, it's four of us in a theater. That I think for me, when I go to a theater, I want the excitement of other people with my excitement. Because I'm not going to laugh sometimes at a joke on a movie. Whereas, if I'm in a theater, everyone else is laughing. It's kind of, I guess, that weird little mom mentality maybe in your head where you just start, where you laugh along with it. And then you enjoy what you get more invested in it. No, it totally makes sense. It makes it it makes bad movies better because good example, I watched The Whale with like three other people. There were not a lot of people in there and it was a really emotional moving movie and it was okay that there wasn't a lot of people in there. But then uh I've been at the at theaters where the movie wasn't as good and when you're alone you're kinda like, Ugh, like this just doesn't this is kind of boring. I'm like, I'm bored right now. Whereas maybe if there was more people in there, I'd feel like a, you know, camaraderie that we're all watching this thing. That's not necessarily that great, but no, I, t- I totally get it. I used to like it at the beginning of the year when I was like, Oh, nobody's in my theater. This is great. I just pick whatever I want. But then we went and watched, um, Oh my Lord. What, what, what do we just review? We just reviewed John Wick. Yeah. Just reviewed John Wick. And that was a packed out theater. And then I was like, Nope, this is awesome. Like, this is why, I want to come to the theater to watch an amazing, like amazing action-filled movie with a bunch of people that are having the time of their lives. And yeah, when, when there's just not a lot of people in there, it does taint it a little bit. So would you say 
do you still prefer going to movies by yourself compared to watching a, mo- a new release on your couch? Easily, yeah. Uh, it's I, just the viewing experience? Because I think cause that's where I would give to the theater, point to the theater, would be the viewing experience because you have the great sound, you have a big old screen. But I still would, at that point, if it's just going to be me and a few other people in the theater, I would prefer just to watch it on my couch. That see, see, that makes sense. But like even people... I mean, this is a big problem in sports right now with uh, people going to sporting events. When you can sit at home with your great big 60-inch TV that's in high definition, you've got your own personal bathroom, you've got your snacks, you don't have to pay for anything, it's a lot less expensive, you're comfortable. If you need to pause it and do something, you can do that. I get it. Like I get that. Um, I get that comfort in that. Also, though, I figured out when I'm watching new releases at home, sometimes I will pause it. Maybe I'm not that into the movie. I will pause it. I'll go do something else. I'll get distracted by my phone. Whereas if I'm in the theater, I'm glued to that movie. I don't get on my phone because I'm respectful of other people. But by the way, we could we could do a whole podcast on rude moviegoers. I'm sure everybody's had an experience where a lot. I, to pe- me, the people, kids are the worst. Like especially or teenagers. I I'm gonna sound like an old man, but I've been in theaters where like a group of like kids from like a high school or whatever just talking i'm just like guys talking the movie screens lit up you can see reflections off their face Mm -hmm. no regard for other people uh so i mean that that is a hit but as far as again it sounds so stupid because i've heard it a million times we've been in so many movies but when you sit down in a theater and the lights dim you know charlie's there on she uh, uh she was talking about you know amc theaters we make movies better and she's talking about all that but like she's right like you sit down in the theater and you go to a different place and you're caught up in that different world it's it's like nothing else matters so the like so maybe you're having a bad day you go in the theater you can just escape for t- like uh hour and a half to two hours it's nice it's great even if it's a bad movie you still get to go into a different world and you don't get that at home i'm sorry because i've done both of them that's why i think the theater is just far superior for movie releases even if it's not a packed theater because you go there and you're focused completely on the movie which i think you can't replicate i think that's true but you know, for me, the one big thing I love about movie theaters, and you pick on me for this, is getting the popcorn. That's, that's literally about it. That still draws me to theaters. That movie theater popcorn is the best. It smells amazing. It's too. Awesome. When you walk in, you smell it. It's, oh, it's intoxicating. It's hard not to get and and I never get it either. Just thinking about it, I'm ready to drop $25 <laughs> on a small bucket of popcorn. Yeah. yeah that, I think that's then the other thing is... Yes, you're at home. I do agree with the attention span thing. Like you're not gonna be on your phone and stuff. You're gonna, you're not have people being disrespectful in the theater. Whereas when you're at home, you're gonna be on your phone. Or let's say you're actually wanting to watch the movie with friends. So that your friends could be on their phones. You're like, oh, come on, guys. And then that that's I I do understand that. But then I think then also you go to look at it's cheaper at home. Yeah, it's cheaper, yeah, so I, much cheaper. Yeah, I mentioned that it is a whole heck it's, of a lot cheaper. It's, I mean, if you if you're taking going on, like I understand like a date, but you're still gonna drop like forty dollars. I think it honestly depends on how much you like movies because if or we, that movie you're going to yeah, see. Yeah, let's say we were having this argument about sports and we're talking about, hey Jack, like why would you spend a hundred dollars to go watch the Green Bay Packers in person when you can watch it at home? And then I'm sure you would have a couple rebuttals for that statement, correct? I think well, I think sports world and and movie world is very different though. I get what you're getting at, but I think that's very different because sports it's it's that's a history like moment that's happening live. 
like anything can happen. Whereas a movie, you can it's it's already like the story's already written. There's stuff that's going to happen. People people are like, oh, I can wait to watch this at my house. See, I get that to an extent, but you can almost make the same argument. Be like, well, I can go rewatch that game. And you'd be like, well, it's not the same. Well, think about this. Think about Avengers Endgame. When that came out, you went to that theater. You're never going to go get to experience Avengers Endgame like that again, but you have that memory of that great memory. Because I've been to sporting events where I'm like, oh, God, I wish I wouldn't have went to this because my team played awful. I went to movies where I'm like, this movie's awful. I'm mad. I paid. I dropped 20 bucks on this dumb thing. But it, when you have that experience like Endgame, like Spider-Man No Way Home, you're like, yep, no, nope, I remember why I pay so much money to come here and experience this with other people. It's just that, it's just that love for it. And so it's a gamble when you go to the movie. Um, but if it's something you're really excited about, I, I just don't think you can miss on that. I think it just comes down to me. I just still, I'm going to have to prefer watching it at home. I mean, to be honest with you, some people prefer watching sporting events at home. Oh, I know. And we just watched one of the biggest sporting events of the year this weekend, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. But the seating in that, imagine like seeing those big old structures over the ring. How can you see? Like, I would rather watch that at home at that point. One, you're not paying thousands of dollars <laughs> for the what weekend package that they have where you get to go to like SmackDown, night one, night two, Raw. And then there's also like bad seating and like, for example, like the Washington Commander Stadium, like they have notorious some some bad seats and stuff like in there where you can't see anything. And I think that's where people start to go like, well, I could just, I could just watch this game at home. I think that makes sense. But in terms of, uh, and I'll relate it to Auburn real quick because th- that's where we both go to school, Auburn mm-hmm. University. There's not a bad seat in Auburn Arena. You can get even standing room only. You can see everything. I relate that to the movie theaters. Yes, there's less than ideal seats. Again, I was down in the crap seats for Iron Man three, but you can still I mean, you're, you're still there. You can, you can see everything. You can enjoy it. I think that's what movie theaters have over sporting events. That no matter where you are in the theater, you're going to be seeing all the action and you're going to be in that environment. So yeah, I get that. I think my memory with the only time I've ever sat in the front row would be like it, it was for the. Saving Mr. Banks movie. Okay. Yeah, with Tom it Hanks. Was, mm-hmm. It was with my dad and my grandmother. Because my grandmother, when I was little, she would always take me to go see the movies. I don't know. Funny story real quick. I don't know how she slept through Spider-Man 3 in the finale, but she did. She through was, Spider-Man 3? Yeah. That, you talk, you're talking about the greatest comedy of all time. Your, your grandmother slept through that. Yeah, it's the greatest comedy action. Like, loud stuff happening at the end. Slept through it. Um... But yes, yeah, I would always go to the movies with her. So I have a lot of mem- memories that way. So, but yeah, I sitting though watching Saving Mr. Banks in the front row. I mean, it was a good movie. Don't get me wrong. Not not a great experience where you have a little, you know, your neck's hurting when you walk out, and you just realize, oh dang, I just spent sixty dollars on all of us to get popcorn and tickets. Again, I think we've all had bad and good movie experiences. I think it's just depending on if you like it enough, and if you're somebody like me which I would classify myself as a pretty hardcore movie fan. Not the most hardcore, but pretty hardcore. Watching it on that big screen is going to trump being at home. And like, and you know me, like I've, I feel like I have to use the bathroom every 30 minutes. And that's a problem for me at theaters because halfway through the movie, without fail, I've usually got to go. So then I've got to decide, do I go to the bathroom real quick or do I miss 45 seconds of this movie? And depending on the movie, that's how I kind of make my decision. So it would be a lot comfortable at home, but... Yeah, Dan. that's with me. I, I I'm bad. I gotta go. Like you, you, you go into the theater with me. You've seen. I've gone out like twice or, or at least once each time. 
Whereas if we're sitting down, I'd be like, hey, pause it. And yeah. then I get hungry and I'm like, hey, pause it. I'm going to go, let's go run to Fusakli's or Culver's. Oh, oh no. Culver's. Oof, God, we, we could do a whole food review on Culver's, but. Yeah. So I think that is a huge benefit. Plus, you can rewind because let's say there's something you saw and you're like, hey, go back, go back. Because there's always that um, thing going on, especially with like mystery movies, which I think can also kind of ruin it to an extent. Yeah, we watched Knives Out together. Um, at home because we, mm-hmm. we we didn't get a chance to go see that in theaters because they only released it for like a week like maybe a day in theaters I think like a month prior and then Netflix yeah it was like a it was like maybe a weekend it, they it was like a it. special event and I couldn't go and I remember a movie review guy I watch who's got like five hundred thousand subscribers like yeah I couldn't catch it that weekend so I had to wait for it to drop on Netflix and we both enjoyed that movie a lot I would have liked to have seen that on the big screen because. I don't know. I feel like you're almost cheating when you're watching a, a mystery movie and you rewind just to try to figure it out. That's I feel like that's like a good second viewing opportunity. But I will admit to you, when you look at the numbers, it doesn't look great for movies, mainly because even before the pandemic, no, numbers were rising, but not by a lot, like a couple of, like couple of percentages each year. And that's just box office. And if you know how economy works, the yeah. dollar devalues every year. So you'd have to go to the nit and gritty, but I think movie theaters have been slowly losing revenue for a long time. I think since 2019, it is reported to be around 3,000 movie, movie theaters like lost. Like, but I, I think that that's mostly because of the pandemic. Well, that was 2019. That's before the pandemic. Yeah, I think that's that started then. But yes, you could say, and it, but after the pandemic in 2021, 61% of Americans skipped out on going to the theaters. And I think that is a, a big thing, which I think 2022 was a big year for the theaters. It was huge. Huge. Well, that, that's where, like, with two, a lot of people have done, like, reporting on, like, talking about theaters are sort of making a comeback, but then at the same time, there's still drawbacks that they're having to deal with. I think it honestly comes down to Hollywood. You have to make movies people want to see, interesting movies that people want to see. Top Gun Maverick is labeled last year as saving the movie industry and to an extent i don't know if it saved it but it definitely gave it a burst of uh of not dying like maybe the movie industry was up like about to die top gun came did a little cpr that thing's still th- still breathing it's still not doing great but it, it it is still breathing and then obviously avatar came in and what it's like the number three grossing movie of all time it crushed box office numbers but even with MCU movies, MCU movies aren't doing near as well. I think Ant-Man didn't make back its budget, which is shocking to think about because it was this, the big start off to Phase 5 with Quantumania. Shazam did worse than Morbius, and Morbius is horrendous. Yeah, I was going to say, Marvel's has been in shambles since our first episode with like the special effects person being let go. Yeah. A lot of stuff's been happening with them. Yeah, we on, yeah and maybe an episode for another day of just I think, Marvel I think shambles. But. You're seeing a lot of these companies jump to the streaming platforms as this is where we can make our money. And I think streaming platforms are going to be in the next... Once movie theaters fall, the next domino to fall will be streaming services. So you do think theaters are going to fall? I, I think eventually there will be... I, th- I think so. A very limited The way number. TVs and stuff have like evolved. Because if you have a 4K TV, it looks pretty nice. I'm not, not going to say. Like, it's watching it... Like, I watched uh, the 1917 movie. In 4K Ultra HD with blue uh, HDR colors, that was a little running joke amongst my friends about that. We we made it a mission to have to get every movie in 4K Ultra HD with HDR colors. 
But honestly, it kind of hurt my eyes. It was so like you could see like every little detail in the person's face. It was crazy. It's crazy what TVs can do right now. And of course, the next TVs to be the high end is going to be the 8K TVs, which are still pricey right now. They haven't reached the level of 4K where they'll be like around the 400, 500 range because those are, I think, still like 1200. I think once those come out, that's definitely going to hurt the industry, especially because, I mean, have you never gone to like a friend's house that has like a big old TV and you're like, this is going to be nice to like watch a movie on? Yeah, watch a movie or sporting event. Especially on, if yeah. they got a nice sound bar or if they, because, I mean, there's also the. The Hughes, like Hughes, the Philips brand, they do a strip that goes around the TV that can light up with the screen. So that can also add the effect of like a theater. It won't be like necessarily like a theater experience, but give you an experience that is unique to your home. I just think the movie industry has too big of an audience to fail, if that makes sense. I, I, I relate it to sporting and concerts. So two of those things I will pay money to go see in person. I will go pay money like a good bit of it too, to go see my favorite team in person. I will go pay money to see a movie I really want to go see in person. I know the Shocks people, I'm not a big concert guy, even for bands I really like, which I'm an old head, so most of the bands I like are like 80 years old at this point. But no, I'm good. Like, I don't I don't need to go spend $100 to go see Death Leopard in concert. Like, it's fine. I will go. Like, it's fun. But I definitely don't have to. Whereas I want to go see Auburn play at Jordan Hare Stadium. I want to go see the new Mario Bros. movie in theaters. I'm excited about that. I just think it kind of depends on people, and I don't know this for a fact, but I think there's a big enough love of movies for it won't die completely, especially for those big movie events. I think Mario Bros. is going to destroy the box office because it's got a, it's got nostalgia, and it's a kid's movie, so it, it's made for literally everybody. So it's like that perfect movie. I think after the box office numbers, we'll go look at it. This is like a big moment, the Mario Bros. movie, because, again, John Wick's not for everybody. It's a rated R movie, and it did great, so that's awesome. That's a good step. This Mario Bros. movie, I think you'll, you'll see a little trend on. Is our theaters rising back up, or are they, or, oh, no, like, this is, like, it's done. So what do you what would you say overall that the theaters and movie in, in the movie industry needs to do to get people back in the seats to watch movies? I think product, right? I think that's the first thing you have to think of with anything. The product has to be right. Look, my marketing might not be great, but if I have the best dang chicken sandwich in the world, uh, people find out about it, you're going to come get my chicken sandwich. You have to make movies that people want to see. And I think the box office, again, if you just go look at this, uh, you go look at the box office numbers from like 2007, Spider-Man 3, Dark Knight, um, Avengers, Iron Man 3, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Star Wars, Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man No Way Home. It's a bunch of comic book movies. That's what's dominated. Those are slowly starting to lose popularity. Mm-hmm. But I think that's due to quality. I, th- I think so too. But but again, I think, let's say Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which I think is going to be fantastic, even if it's great. I, I think th- that's going to be the closing chapter of... I, yeah, exactly. I think it'll do good, but I don't think it's going to do near as good as uh, Marvel wants it to because I think people are having some superhero fatigue. They got to find that next thing. And and if you look at movies in general, people, they go through this. You know, you had the Western, and then you had the comedy, then the romance. 90s was the action. Um, 2000s went back to the rom-com, and the 2010s have been the superhero era. They got to find that next thing that sticks that people want to go see. I think you just got to go make good quality movies that are accessible to everybody because there's too many movies coming out. And this is just truth that 
are only focused on a certain particular person or uh, like they're they're not for everybody. You got to start making movies for everybody. That's why I think this Mario movie is going to be great because it's literally for everybody. Yeah, I, I do agree with the whole there's too many movies coming out because then there's movies coming out in theaters and then there's movies coming out on Netflix. There's movies coming out on HBO Max. There's movies coming out on Disney+. Plus. There's so much content out in the world that it makes it hard to decide on what to go see, whereas the theaters, I know they can do where they can have whatever movies are coming out in theaters. It's like, this is a big deal. Go see this movie. I think one of the things that they need right now and they need to build these people up are stars. We don't have, like, I don't, I, stars are just, I don't feel like we got as many as we used to. No, that's a fantastic point that I didn't even think about because Tom Cruise, that's, I mean, that's who got, like, let's be honest, a lot of people want to go see Tom Cruise. Yeah, because he, he's, he, I think he's the last true movie star, too, because mm-hmm. people were like, well, The Rock's a movie star. He, oh, he, is, is he? Black, yeah. Adam, Black Adam bombed. Uh, Chris Pratt, I think, is close, but I don't even think he's a, yeah, Tom Holland. Movie star. These are all stars, but they're not. Robert Downey Jr., I think. That, but again, that's all comic books. But see, stars are like when, when in the 80s someone or in the 90s someone said, hey, there's a new Sylvester Stallone movie coming out. I don't. You got me. You got me sold. I'm going to go see it. Yeah. You don't have any. Even Ryan Reynolds, who I love. If you said, hey, there's a new Ryan Reynolds movie coming out, I'd be like, okay, what's it about? I uh, The first thing would be like, okay, I'm definitely going to go see it. I think it is a big thing. You have to bring back stars and that's actually a question i don't even know if uh, I, maybe that time's passed i think i the only two i can really think that would probably one I, one that really draws me in theaters is leonardo dicaprio he i think he can get me in theaters i know but i think definitely still the biggest one the king of hollywood right now would still be tom cruise when it comes to getting people into theaters go see his movies I and mean, that was his big goal like i know people he got a lot of um flack for the audio tape that came out of him yelling at the crew members being like, I'm going to like talking about saving Hollywood and all that. And he, to an extent, he kind of did. He gave it like a second breath, you know, he had, he had that nice little message he played before the movie, which a lot of people were like, yeah, was that really sincere? I I don't care. Like it was nice. He he was thanking people. I think he does genuinely care about theaters. He was thanking people to come see his movie. Like, thank y'all for actually coming out. And people came out and they loved it. Again, I think you just, it's a big thing. Yeah. Create the movie star. And make make things that everybody can go see and enjoy, because I think we're having a lot of too many projects where it ju- you're like alienating I mean, like a lot of your audience, and that's just not you're not going to make money doing that. Yeah, I think I still think with all this, with stars, with tellings, with stories to be told, I still see the movie theater struggling. Now, some people might I know like you, you can may see it as evolving. But I, I think it's going to eventually crumble, and I think streaming services are going to be just the way of the future, probably. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, uh, again, time will tell, like everything else. Um, mm-hmm. We can't predict everything, but it will, honestly, it'll just depend on if Hollywood can do a course correction. And it maybe even then, maybe it's too late. Yeah. Well, would you like to set us up for our... to? For our next movie, because I know you've already said the name of it, and we're both very excited. Again, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like I've mentioned this movie eighteen thousand times. I do, I do think this is an important one, and it kind of ties into today's podcast, uh, the Super Mario Bros. movie. It is finally coming out tomorrow, and 
I think, are we going to go see it tomorrow? Oh, opening night, opening baby. Night. Opening okay. night. We have to. I think Again, I think it's getting good reviews. It's getting so- like not like best of all time, but it's yeah. getting good, solid reviews. They said it's a fun time at the movies, and everybody can enjoy it. There's nostalgia for the people who played Mario growing up, and I'm assuming you did too, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Super Smash Bros, uh, Mario, Mario Kart, Mario, Mario Brothers, which was... Mario Party. Oh, yeah. Just, uh, everyone knows who Mario is. It's like exactly. one of the biggest, like, characters in the world. I, I feel like this is a, like a big cultural event that, again, everybody can get, but we don't have enough of these movies where everybody, doesn't matter who you are, your race, your gender, um, your faith, any of that, Everyone's everybody Mario. can get behind Mario. Let's because, go save the princess. But I think this one's a little different. Let's we're gonna go say Luigi, who is Luigi. my who is that is my boy. That's my favorite character of mm-hmm. all time in the Mario verse. So we are going to see that. We are very excited about it. Again, I'm excited. I'm I'm interested to see what those box office numbers look like. But again, thank y'all again for joining us for Jack Myrick. I am Donovan Weaver, and remember to keep the popcorn popping and the reels rolling.